Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I could not be more thrilled to have in the studio. He's on tour with his jazz group right now, but you might know him for more for his works in Jurassic Park and Independence Day and all the movies he's done. I'm here with a living legend, Jeff Goldblum. How's it going, Jeff? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's... A podcast. A podcast is a, is a place. It's a universe. It's Have you done a lot of podcasts, Jeff? Uh, every day is a podcast. Every day is a podcast. Every day is a podcast. Aaron. Yeah. Uh, the universe is always moving and talking and feeling, and in a way, it's um, recording our voices. So, in a, in a sense, wait. How does the universe record our voices? I'm sorry. This is very loony. Jeff. No, no. Uh, no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. Yes. No. Are you saying yes or no? I'm saying a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Uh, aha, 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 aha. I'll give you a minute. Collect your thoughts, Jeff. Sure. Let me know. What, what, how, have you been on a podcast before? I have been on a podcast before. Oh, which one? I've been on um, I've been on NPR's podcasts. I've been on. Uh, oh, actually, I think I've I've heard you on NPR's podcast. I think I heard you on Wait Wait Don't Tell Me yes, once. Yes, I have. Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Yeah, there's a trivia podcast. This is true. This is true. This is true. What is trivia if not uh, a question that we're all answering? This is cool. This is great. And and, and I want to get back to my point about. Uh, Jazz. Oh yeah, because you 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 are on tour. So with... podcasts, yes, is like jazz. Podcasts are the earth is recording our voices because every day we're talking and it's taking in whatever we're saying or whatever we're hearing. So what is a podcast? You've just done a conversation between two people, and how many conversations with a person, another person, did you have today? Um, I haven't had a lot of conversations with people today, mm -hmm. like in person, mm -hmm. like I am here with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I guess the, the, mm -hmm. I still don't understand how it's like jazz. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm trying really hard to follow your train of thought, Jeff. Jazz is freestyle. It's improv. It's life. Life is not controlled. Life is not. Life is not Life is not written It's just done And jazz music is not written It's just done As is talking right now I don't know what I'm going to say next I could say anything right now Dog fart Wow that's That was not planned I just said that Interesting This is very fascinating And of course Life finds a way Oh yeah, that's your famous line from. I say uh, that all the time. You do? do? Do people make you say your famous lines from your I movies? I make myself say my famous lines. Speaking of your famous movies, yeah. uh, the Fourth of July just happened, mm. and uh, you've been in both Independence Day films. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you still like get people like asking you about Independence Day? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, that movie is almost thirty years old. Mm -hmm. Yes, I yes, yes, I am in those movies, and those movies are. Uh, do people think you're an actual scientist because you play a scientist so many times? Yes, uh, 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 people do think that, and that's fun. And I, um, 
I embrace that. <laughs> but what happens if they ask you something like a real science fact and you don't have the answer? Well, my friend Aaron, the thing is, I am a scientist because we're all scientists in a way, you know? I mean, we're all experiencing life. What is a scientist but just not somebody that's been alive and experiencing science, you know? Uh, I mean, they experiment. Do you experiment? I, uh, my whole life is an experiment. Well, there, there, I mean, yeah. experiments, there's actual, like, rules. Like, you have to have a control yes. and you have to have, like, trials and uh, periods. Uh, like... You can't just say something's an experiment mm -hmm. that has, like, no control. Because do you have control in your life? Ooh. Well, I'm going to say something right now, and I'm going to see how... So if I were to stand up and say, um, help me, help me, this man has kidnapped me. He's put a microphone in my hand, and he's... He's made. He's forcing me to do this out loud. If I could scream that, may I scream that? Oh, sure. Help! Help! Help me! See, no one's coming to your rescue. And that was an experiment. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was the goal of it? Because usually experiments have hypothesis. It's my hypothesis is if if you're screaming, "Help me! Help me!" in a soundproof booth, does anybody hear you? That's true. Um, sometimes they they they, they don't because um, there's a lot going on. You know. Do, do you mind if I? Uh, if I put my feet over here. Oh, yeah, go make yourself comfortable. Oh, oh, you knocked over your water. Yes, this is my own water. I made this water by myself. Wait, you, you made water? I made my own water. I make my own water. Wait, I, I have to ask, how do you make your own water? Well, what you do is you um, filter your own water. You, I made my own filter when it's got a... It's made with my own glass. I've blown my own glass. Uh pitchers i i glow i blow my own glass pitchers and i pour that's the water. very impressive so everything that it's just like a normal like you have a glass of water yes i have made everything i made the glass i make my own glasses and then i pour the water into my own glasses that i've put through the filter that i have built so what is it how do you build a filter you just, it sounds like you do know some science like unless i'm oh. just i'm just freestyling baby Wait, so chance. what do you use in your filter i, I need just, to know Honestly, I buy, um, like, I buy, like, this, like, iron, like, tiny little, I buy, like, those little, like, what is it called? What's it called? Uh, glass? Not You're glass. What's the, what's the screen? I use a screen door. You use a screen door to filter your water? <laughs> yeah. But that's not, like, even making water. It's just, like, putting it through a screen. Does exactly. that even clean it? No, but it's mine. And it makes you feel better? I mean, think about it. I put the energy and the effort to make the water go through a different process. So in a sense, I'm the one dictating this water's path. So it's my water. Do you, Why you? Do you think that's weird? A little bit. Do uh, you think I'm weird? No, I think you're uh, very... I mean... You, What's you're, your favorite thing about me? Uh, I mean, your performances in your movies, obviously. Uh, I'm a big fan of your uh, performances in your Wes Anderson films. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, mm -hmm. Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're really, like, great. You're really funny, mm -hmm. and you're a fun mm -hmm. person to watch on the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> you all right there? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. <laughs> um. So, Jeff, you, you've been in a lot of stuff. You've been in Marvel films. You've been in Spielberg films. You've been. You've done it all. Yes. But you still haven't won an Oscar. Oscar. And it was weird because I was doing my research and I'm like, you've actually been nominated once for a short film you actually directed. Mm-hmm. But like, you've never had that like pinnacle performance mm-hmm. that like people will remember you by. Or like, you've never. Oscar, I've, Oscar, Oscar, young Oscar, Oscar, little boy Oscar. Yes, I've been. Do you feel like you need an accolade like that? No. What is an accolade? It's uh, an award. I mean, it's something to recognize your achievement for, like, greatness. To me, an accolade is a hug from a loved one. Uh, oh, that sounds nice. To me, an accolade is filtering your own water. To me, <laughs> uh, yeah. You seem like a man that does just what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any things that, like... Because now I see you've released a jazz album. Mm-hmm. You've been playing piano your whole life. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're quite good. I was listening to it, actually, before you came over. What was your favorite song of mine? Um, see, that's the issue I have with jazz music. You could, is, just, say, you could, just, perform, you could just do it with your mouth. I, I, I'm not good at like telling the songs apart. Like, what was your favorite part of the the song? Like, ding, 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 ding. Well, you had one with, like, Herbie Hancock, where he mm. played the trumpet. That was very good. Oh, that was impressive. Nah. Do you do a lot of, like, scat? No, I can't. I'm not allowed. Wait, why aren't you allowed? I've done it a couple of times, and they said, Jeff, you can't do that. It's not yours to have. Wait, you, you can't do scat music? Can't do scat. Why? It's not mine to have. What is yours to have? Mm, talking, talking fast, uh, pointing, tapping my head. He's tapping his head. Uh, drinking my own filtered water, um, making love to my wife. Yeah, you've actually been married three 17 times. Seventeen times. Oh, Seventeen, wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, online. On Wikipedia it says three, but in a sense, I've been married to music. I've been married to... Um, I've been married to my craft. I've been married to... Um, Do you consider life like just a bunch of marriages? Mm-hmm. And what, what does it feel like when you divorce those marriages? Mm-hmm. I'm, we're getting really like deep here no, today. No, no. Divorce is, not, is, is, is part of life. Divorce is... I mean, your, your most famous divorce was with Gina Davis, who you're no. only married to for three years. Mm. Gina. Gina... Gina. Gina was beautiful. Gina was amazing. Gina was a good partner. But my relationship with Gina ended because all things end and all things begin. Um, have you ever been married? I have not. You know, Jeff, sometimes I tell myself I'm just looking for the right person, but other times I'm like, is marriage necessary? Mm. Is marriage necessary to show someone you love them? I, I feel like I, I, I need some fatherly advice right now. Mm. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You don't have to do what you don't want to do. Okay. You have to just live your life. Uh, live your life the way you want to live your life is, is a marriage. Why do you think marriage is a thing? Um, I, I like 
Because exchanging of property, it's like kind of a legal thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, if it's a thing, it must there must be some positivity to it. No, if it's if it's a bad thing, it wouldn't exist. Yeah, I mean, it's like people like to sh- know that they're going to have someone with them. Security, yeah, security. If security. you have the security in your life, then you don't need to be married. But if you yearn for the touch of another person in a secure manner, marriage is a way to put that on paper. Now, would you say marriage is also an experiment? <laughs> now we're now we're jazzing. Now we're jiving. Yeah. Yes, marriage is an experiment. It's a it's it's a trial and error. It's a. You know, it seems like there was a lot of trial and error in your life in marriage. Mostly error. Yeah. Yes. I mean, no, but also yes. You know, I've been married 17 times and I've been married to a person three times. And I, you're currently married, so I'm sure that one I know. My wife's name is, yeah, my wife's name is, you know, the wife of my name, the name of my wife. Yeah, we all know the name of your wife on the count of three. Let's say it three, two, one, jazz music. Oh, (laughs) jazz music. You can't do scat music. It's not mine to have. It's not mine to have. Like, is is that a racial thing? I think so. You think so, (laughs) that you can't do scat because it's a racial thing? I think so. Um, It's not mine to have. I mean, maybe. I I mean, I could Google myself and see if I've done in the past, and then... I don't know if you have, but you did a nice little improv trumpet there. That's the end of a Mario level. That one almost sounded like a fart. Dog fart. Yeah, and we're back. (laughs) That's jazz, baby. That's jazz. Jazz is beginning and jazz is coming back. What kind of improv would you say jazz is? Because as you know, in improv, there's many different forms. Mm, uh, Jazz, I would say the closest thing to jazz is like goofy short form with funny hats. Funny hats? You, you You like short form improv, Jeff? Let me tell you something. Yes. Nothing is funnier than a funny hat. If I'm talking to you right now. Yes. You are talking to me right now. That's if I'm talking to you right now. Well, okay. It's Hypo- hypothetically, hypothetically, if you're talking to hypothetically, me. Hypothetically, if okay. I'm talking to you right okay. now in your little studio. Yes. We're having a conversation about divorce. Yeah, okay. And uh, now, another scenario. Hypothetically, I'm talking to you in your studio. Yes. About divorce. Of course. And I'm wearing an enlarged uh, cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bit Norm MacDonald <laughs> did, though. That's what he did when he was like on, on SNL. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now imagine if, hypothetically, I'm talking to you in your studio about divorce. Okay. And I'm wearing a very tiny hat. Okay. Very tiny. Like a... Like a tiny um, um uh, beret. Okay. <laughs> I, I I would ask you why you're wearing a tiny beret. <laughs> what would your response be? Uh, mon petit, uh, mon petit head. <laughs> oh, you you try to pretend you're French. Oui, 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 oui. I I you know what I say? I say, I say, uh, je ne je ne je ne parle anglais. <laughs> That's not how you say I don't speak English in French. <laughs> it's it's je ne parle What is it? It's je ne parle anglais. Hey, what did I just say? <laughs> you said something else. Uh-huh. You said je ne parle anglais. Je ne parle je ne parle français. Je parle 
Boobity boot. Not mine to have. <laughs> Truth. So uh, do you do, do you do you, 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 you speak? Do you? Oh god, go, go right ahead. Do you speak any other languages, Jeff? I do. I do. I speak. Uh, I speak music. I speak love. I speak. I speak. Uh, You're looking longingly out of that window right now. There's a window into my soul. You gotta finish that song. No, that's the song. That's All a song. right, that's a song. I'm uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, you are Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh Jeff, I yeah. think this is a good time to just switch gears a little bit. Uh, yeah, we have beep, we, beep. we play a couple mm. games on this show. We do mm, some. S- mm, mm, out of the road, out of the road. There's a car. This has been quite enlightening, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um. But we do a few games on this show. The first game we like to play here is Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, Uh, Basically, I'm going to give you a list of three names of three people, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Okay. The first name is Steven Spielberg. Mm. Second name, Wes Anderson. Mm. Third name, Roland Emmerich. Mm. Mm. Steven... Stephen, I need to speak to all of them, if you mind. Stephen, how are you? Stephen, Stephen, you enlighten us. You enlighten us with your big stories, and um, I think I must, uh, I must, uh, I must marry you. I, I hold you. I, I feel you. You are supportive. You are my wife. You are my future husband. You are the one I will marry, Wes. Wes, Wes, you constantly film in 2D. You are boring. You are symmetrical, and you are you are like a mole. You're the human version of a moleskin notebook. You are you are like a tchotchke store, and I will kill you. Roland, 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 Bing, boom, 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 boom. You're explosive. You're explosive. I will have sex with you. So <laughs> to recap that, you're ha- having sex with Roland. Boom. You're marrying Steven. Steven, and you're killing Wes Anderson. Bye-bye, Wes. All right. Well, that takes us to our next game we like to play here. We do a little bit of word association. For, I'll say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. First word. Science. Brainstorm. Space. Sex bodies. These are all two words. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's it's just the first thing that comes to mind, you know? Yeah, all right. Next word. Time. For the don't to make the donuts. Reality. Not. Chaos. Rains. Comedy. <laughs> Tiny hats. Jazz. Mm. Entertainment. A smile. And marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everything. Mm. Commitment. Love. Uh, dedication. Uh, um. I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, Gina, 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 yeah. Is this too low for you? No, this is great. Is this too high for you? Oh, wow, you're, you're, you're going all over the place now. 
right. I, I think that's all we have time for today, Jeff. I think I'm going to thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Uh, I want all of you to realize that you're on a podcast. So say what you want. Say what you will. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff, for coming out here. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised. So instead of having the actual Jeff Goldblum with us here today has been my buddy, Yoni Lotan. How's it going, man? It's very good. It's very great. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing uh, swell. Uh, So Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that was fun. That was a very fun experience. Yeah, that, this is one of our more bizarre episodes. Well, um, I mean, he's a bizarre he's a, dude. Like, I think you were very on point with like what Jeff Goldblum would have done. Mm-hmm. But like, I, 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 part of me, I'm like, because I do a Jeff Goldblum impression from time oh, to time. Oh, how was that um, compared to yours? No, it, 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 mine's like that one. Like, mine's very like gestural, which doesn't come off great on a podcast. Sure. It's more like, mm, yeah, you know, yeah, life is like, mm, ha-ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of a, ha-ha. Well, when it comes to me, when it come, the way I do impressions was, uh, this is a little inside the uh, kitchen. No, of course. That's what this part of the podcast is for. Uh, is, I mean, it's one thing to get, like, the actuality of their voice and their gestures, but I think it's, like, their essence, like, what... It's kind of like, what's their game? What is this person? What is this like in terms of how the world sees this person? What is this character's game? And then just hitting that. And yeah, I like that you were like wandering around the room. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think a a lot of the the way Jeff Goldman was perceived in, I think, our society is this like kind of like a jazz. Like he's just constantly sputtering like words and ideas and concepts. And what's so funny about Jeff Goldblum is like I think you watch him and you're like this guy is Looney Tunes, but in the end he's actually talking about yeah no it's really you, profound. You get what he's saying yeah. even though it's like clouded by this like insanity. Yeah, he goes all the way he goes all over the place, but eventually finds a point. Exactly, and then you're like, uh huh, yeah. And I, so I wonder what it's like for directors to work with him. I wonder if he does that on set, mm-hmm. and they're just like just just read the lines, Jeff. Ooh, the lines, the lines, words on a page. Exactly, exactly. Words he just kind of breaks sentences, it down. and sentences make lines, which is my character's intention. Exactly. And they're like, and like yeah. that is the character's intention. <laughs> um, he's also like, it's so funny. I think what's fun about this podcast is like the second you said it, it's like your brain goes to, all right, what's like, what is in as quick as possible, what is my like, take on him and then you just like do it and then you like write it out like i don't know i mean i don't know how it's gonna sound like on the podcast but it was very fun like i started getting up and walking and looking at the window oh, of like, course it, he's literally like a he's like a liquid man <laughs> yeah no he, jeff goldblum is one of my like like he's one of those like hollywood that is like a, a personality you mm-hmm. know he is a character yeah and i think like he's made a living off that you mm-hmm. know he's become very like professional and very like 
I don't know, because I see him a lot of interviews. He get the dude gets around. Mm-hmm. My my favorite interview I've watched recently of his was uh, on the show Hot Ones. Oh yeah, he did, he's done it. He did Hot Ones, and uh, it was just funny watching him eat spicy wings and just be like, how do you do? Uh, he finished them all, um, but he was, he uh, he did in typical Jeff Goldblum fashion, which he talked about what spicy meant and what it is doing in exactly. his mouth, and it feels like wow, aha, you got me with this one. Yeah, Look yeah. at this wing. Look at this sauce. What is sauce? It, like, he he breaks down at things that he doesn't need it's, to break down. Kind of, that's kind of like I think why. Myself and a lot of people like hot ones is the 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 action of like dealing with like spicy food immediately makes you become like yourself or like your most animalistic. Do you eat a lot of spicy food? Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm not like a hothead. What's it called? Like like a spice, spice lord? Like, yeah, whatever the term <laughs> is. I'm not a spice lord. I'm not trading spices. <laughs> no, I I mean I I love spicy food and I also like don't eat spicy food sometimes. I I definitely but like that that's the thing is like when you when it's something's overwhelming like that. Well, like yeah. like have you seen the episode with Coolio? Yes. Like that's a fake. Like Coolio's like trying to show off that he could eat a bunch of spicy shit, and he gets completely knocked out. He's like face down on the floor, and it's so funny to see Coolio in that state. And yeah. I think that's what's also so funny about celebrities is that they're all just like people, and a lot of their deals are like society created. It's like. Oh, of course. You know, like Jeff Goldman knows that's what brings the money. Yeah, yeah, and he knows that's what people want. Maybe he's real boring in real life, and he's just like, who knows? Uh, I just what, want a sandwich. Whatever he is on camera is very Oh, of fun. course. He he turns it on. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, What's your personal experience with Jeff Goldblum? Like, do you have a favorite Jeff Goldblum film? Uh, I do like Jeff Goldblum a lot. I think he's a very, like, like, I mean, that's the thing is, like, when... You told me I'm doing Jeff Goldblum. Like, I was like, oh, that's so fun. Like, he's a fun person. Just in general, uh, I don't know. My experience with Jeff Goldblum, uh, he is. I mean, Jurassic Park is. Doctor Ian Malcolm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a classic movie. It's it's like I have a list of movies that I believe every single person has ever seen. Yeah, uh, and. There's one movie which is he's not in it, but Mrs. Doubtfire. You've seen it, yeah. I have a theory that everybody in the world has seen Mrs. Doubtfire. It's not a great film, though. Like, I mean, it definitely does not hold up in terms of uh, just content. But yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know, man. You know what's sad? It's very '90s. What's up? Because the rules I have for my podcast, mm-hmm. I can never do a Robin Williams episode. Yeah, no. He's dead. Yeah, and that's my rules for the podcast is, like, they all have to be, like, Lime. living. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like... Can I ask? Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, just to finish that thought... Uh, of course, go ahead. movie yeah, is yeah, Jurassic Park. Okay, yeah. I just feel like everybody's seen Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, I know. And Jurassic Park's a great movie. Um, but I have a question for you. Of course. Why did you choose Jeff Globum for me? Um, because I knew you are a very uh, talented character guy. Oh, thank you. And that, like... I hadn't seen you do a Jeff Goldblum. No, uh, so I, I don't do a Jeff Goldblum. I mean, maybe I should. It was pretty good. Yeah, thank you. That felt good. Um, but yeah, it's like sometimes, like I, I pull out the big character ones for like people that I know can do big characters. Mm. Yeah, 
That and also, <laughs> I was like, he's a dark-skinned Jewish person. I, well, that's what I was implying. <laughs> well, uh, before we start hit record today, for the listeners out there, we uh, both acknowledge that we are both dark-skinned Jewish men. Mm. And I was like, you know, this is a good starting point because this third guy we're about to introduce is another dark-skinned Jewish person. Uh, is Jeff Goldblum his real name? Uh, I think so. I didn't say anything else. I mean, that's kind of like going... Like, usually Jews change their name to sound more, like, sellable. Yeah, but that like Gold Bloom is a very Jewish last name. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying, like, it'd be funny if he did the opposite. Yeah, he's like... like I'm going to uh, go hard Jew on this one. Yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, I, I looked up, like, some of his, like, backstory and stuff, and, like, his first film was Death Wish, where he played an extra, mm. the Charles Bronson film. Like, he yeah. played... Uh, it said, uh, Freak Number One in the, his credits. <laughs> You know what's also really funny to me is people like find him sexy. He is. Like Is he? I I'm I mean Like I get I get his appeal for sure. I mean, definitely in his nineties films he's well, like, like I mean there's like I mean I guess there's that famous scene in Jurassic Park where he's like shirtless and yeah, not even that. I would I'd argue that in Independence Day he's like a lot like sexier because he's like Is he? I guess you know what he's sexy in the fly. I think in the fly he has his shirt off a lot. Yeah, and he's like covered in goo. goo. Yeah, yeah. When he's tur- he's a mutant like yeah. fly man. But I think like also in Earth Girls are easy. Yeah, well, it's because he's the romantic he's the, lead. Yeah. He's the romantic lead. I think yeah. he's the sexy one. Yeah, I mean, I guess compared to well, you know, him Carey and Gina, and Gina Davis had Wade. actual like chemistry then because they were like married. I did not know who he was married to. Yeah. Oh no, he's currently married to I can't remember actress. Yeah. Uh, no, she's just. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm giving the, the listeners a little behind the scenes of uh, what do we do here. And I'm going to look and up no Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> wife. And his wife is Emily Livingston. They got married in 2014. What did she do? She's a rhythmic gymnastic oh, that's nice. performer. That's cool. Yeah, she's... Did she medal? Ah, she's got a gold medal. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Canada. Yeah, she's from Canada. Love it. Olympic gold Love medalist. Canadian, uh, Olympian. She's a lot younger than him, though. How old are we talking? 36. He is he? almost 70. He Ooh, is. Mama. Yeah, he is. I think 66. Yeah, 66. Age diff. I mean, yeah. once you like. I don't know, 30 years no, is a big difference. That. Yeah, that's, that, pretty, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty different. But I mean, you know what? If like they're happy, that's great, you know? But I, I heard, he like, I heard the reason why him and Gina Davis uh, broke up oh, was no. that he was, like, sleeping around. Oh, He's, Jeffy. Yeah. Hefe. Yeah, well, this is back in 1990, which is, like, peak. Gina Davis is also an Olympian. Is she really? She's, like, a, she was, like, an Olympian. I'm looking it up now. I'm not seeing this. Well, like, <laughs> check out her, like, she's, like, an archer. Maybe she's not an Olympian, but she was, like, a very. Proficient archer? Yeah, she, like, hit the circuit for sure. It's, like, a known thing. Oh, cool. I don't, um, see that in our I don't know. I mean, she she's a lot more like I don't know. I I would almost argue that she's the more acclaimed actress than Jeff Goldblum. She's yeah. been married a bunch of times too. Wow, like Jeff Goldblum was her second marriage. Yeah, it's, it happens, man. Yeah, guess so. The norm is divorce. Yeah, and I guess like Hollywood people live fast, you know. Interesting. Um, I don't know a lot about Gina Davis other than like people just see her as like a good actress. She's great. 
<laughs> I literally, I think she's a good actress. I don't have any other opinions on yeah, Gina no. Davis. That's true. Um, so I, it's so funny. I so I'm finding myself because I just spent like what thirty minutes talking like Jeff Goldblum. Of course, I'm finding myself talk like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, in your head, you're already thinking. Uh, I did the last episode, as our, our listeners may or may not know. Um, I was a guest. And I, I, I played PewDiePie. I don't know if you're familiar with PewDiePie. I am lightly familiar with PewDiePie. Yeah, well, he has uh, a very, like, he's from Sweden, so I was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. do my best Swedish accent, which is awful. But then I listened to PewDiePie, and I was like, oh, actually, I wasn't that far off. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I could, like... the biggest star in the world, right? Yeah. I, oh, oh, the rest of the, Yeah, he, he has more followers than anyone else, which is... In not, any platform. Yeah. Like, Twitter... He, dude's Twitter. a billionaire. And it's just like him commenting on yeah, it's YouTube and him like video game streaming and stuff. He has like a goofy past though. Like, isn't he a little anti-Semitic? Yes, we we talked about that on the pod. Yeah. Um, but I, I couldn't stop doing the PewDiePie thing he does all the time, and he does like these shout-out things. And I was like, oh man, wow, I've been talking about like this guy for a while. It kind of like sits with you. What was the longest time you've ever done an impression, like f- straight? Oh, that's a great question. Um, like, like living in a character. Yeah. Uh, Fook, what was the longest time I've done an impression? I, it's funny. I actually do a lot of, uh, costume jobs. I've done like a lot of, um, uh, I wear costumes or I'm a character for like brands or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck is given to me. And it's funny. It's like on paper, people are like, oh, that's such a crappy job. It's like a. But I enjoy it. I love being another person for like an extended of course. period, uh, and it gets it pays very well. So I was the Monopoly man. Oh, for like three hours for this like I think it was BuzzFeed some sort of like fun fact. We have something in common. I've played the Monopoly man for an event as well. Okay, dark um, skin Jews representing. No, no, which it was funny because it was like back when I was living back in Rhode Island, mm. and uh, Hasbro, who makes Monopoly, is uh, you are playing with that mic a lot. Oh, sorry, is, <laughs> yeah, is it affecting? It's noise? been the whole time. <laughs> well, no offense, I'm no. very like animated. Do- no, animated but um, back to the Monopoly man. Like, I guess his name is like something Money Bags, and like Mr. Moneybag? I don't know. There's like he has a full name, but anyways, like. He doesn't really talk that much, like, in our, like, zeitgeist. So what was your voice you did for him? Hey, I'm Mr. Money Man. Hey, how are you? It's like, ah, oh, no, no, no. It's kind of like Jim Carrey's, uh... <laughs> You're not Pasco. You're yeah. not Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that was my inspiration. I was like, I guess that's how Mon- Monopoly Man talks. See, my Monopoly Man was more like, Oh, very interesting. He was, uh, talked a lot like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Everybody has their own take on the Monopoly Man. Yeah, I, I think like, like my Monopoly Man was more like Ed Wood. <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, so Yoni, you are uh, an actor comedian mm-hmm. here in the city. What do you have going on? Uh, I got a bunch. I mean, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but it's I've... probably coming out today. Oh, dope! Uh, this Sunday, well, I got two shows this week. Uh. I have a monthly show at Caveat. It's called First Impressions. It's a, a 90s-style dating game show in which all the contestants are comedians doing characters. Uh, it's very, very, very fun. We're getting 
a lot of attention. It's a very good, it's like a party, a 90s party, if you will. And that's this Thursday at a caveat at 9.30. Caveat, Google it. I think it's like 21. Lower East Side. Yeah, it's in the Lower East Side. And on Sunday is a very, very, very special show. This is called Cage in the Park. This is a Shakespearean tale of Face Off, the movie, the Nicolas Cage movie oh, Face Off. Oh, very cool. Uh, it's done by the Common Theater, which is two Daily Show producers. Ooh. Uh, it's for free. It's in Prospect Park at the Peristyle at 2 o'clock p.m. at 5 o'clock p.m. Two, two performances. Two performances. I play Nicolas Cage. Oh, very um, cool. And again, it's like a theater in the round. It's so the do, do you have to play like both roles then? Like yeah. Nicolas Cage and then when mm-hmm. John Travolta is in Nicolas yeah, Cage. Yeah, it's very fun. It's starring uh, David Carl as John Travolta. He's also a very talented impressionist. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend... That show as well, but they it's, translated into like iambic pentameter. Some of it, yes, and some of it, no. Okay, but yeah, for uh, here's a sneak peek. Okay, I do a very iambic pentameter dramatic soliloquy on describing my penis. So. Ooh, so I mean, I could do it now. Yeah, do it. Let, let, let's hear some. Uh, let me try to get my cage. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's me, uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, well, uh, but actually, when we do the soliloquies, we actually drop the voices. It's in Shakespearean form, but it's in Shakespearean voice. So here, it's, if you desire to see the traits of my tube steak, then alas, I shall detail my dong. He sleeps in an ocean of pubes, like a flea burrowed in, <laughs> like a flea burrowing his head in the feathers of a swan. My, what's it, fuck? Okay. Oh, wow, you got to get off book, my man. Yeah, I know, it's Sunday. Uh, my nut, was it? My sack of, uh, fuck it. Uh, guys, yeah, got, um, yeah, no, it's be... enough of taste, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, do Nicolas Cage giving a review of the show. Yeah, so uh, you should come. It's really great, yeah. There's like uh, free, free stuff is awesome, man. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you should come. It's fun. It's cool. Uh, we got a lot of funny people and costumes. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, Nick Cage, for stopping no by. No problem, man. <laughs> uh, Yoni, if people want to find your dates and details, where can they find all this? Go to my website, yoniloton.com. Check me out on Instagram. It's at yoniloton. Or check out my Twitter. Switch it up. It's at Yoni Time. And yeah, or you could text me. My phone number is. Uh, oh boy. Are you going to dox yourself here? Oh, well, I'm not going to dox nobody. All right. Well, thank you, Yoni, for stopping by. Also, if you want to follow us on Instagram and get a link to like Yoni's Instagram from there, we're at Yes and I Am. Go check us out. Give us a follow. Also, give us a review on iTunes if you're listening there. Five stars helps more people find the show. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you all next time. Later.